right, everyone. I hope all y'all been having a good ass day as I welcome you to the first episode of the Young Cast. I'm your host Omar, but y'all could just refer to me as Mar to make it a little bit easier for you. Now, I got some crazy stuff I want to address today about a topic that seems like the most simple thing at a surface level, uh, and that topic is food. Uh, but I did some digging into, you know, the more controversial aspects of food and the entire industry behind it and all that, because uh, I'm pretty sure nobody would want to listen to anyone talk about food from uh, a vanilla standpoint, you know, I ain't trying to put y'all to sleep, I had to do some research, find all, the, you know, the interesting stuff, the, the, you know, controversy, controversy always, always keeps people, it keeps people tuned in. No. Anyways, uh, it seems like I haven't even scratched the surface with the research I've done. But, you know, for now, I have a decent basis. Uh, my main source was a documentary on Netflix called Cowspiracy. If y'all haven't seen this documentary, I'm, you know, highly recommend it before even tuning into this. Uh, I suggest giving it a watch because some of the facts presented are just scary and, you know, they they just mind-blowing at the same time. So, uh, I might just have been the, the most uneducated person for this topic before actually doing any research. So, going into this blind, I, I don't think I can ever look at some of the food I eat the same way now. Like, I found out that dairy and milk is bad for you since, you know, it can cause a buildup of phlegm, alter hormones, and all sorts of medical shit I, even, I wasn't even aware of. You know, it didn't help that I was in the middle of enjoying ice cream during that segment of the movie. So, you know, it was a bit awkward. But you already know I had to finish eating it anyways. But (laughs) on a real note, I think after learning about the long-term effect of these dairy products, especially milk, I might actually have to tone down the consumption a bit. Now, these are just some of the life facts presented. You know, I'm easing us into the hard-hitting, more unbelievable shit now, like all the the wow factor, shock value stuff that hits that people don't really believe, and I don't blame them for not believing. First thing we got, animal agriculture, farms, all that contribute to up to 51% of greenhouse gas emissions, which technically makes it the top cause for human-caused climate change. Now... Didn't seem real to me at all yeah, at the start, but the percentage kind of makes sense when you think about the overall exponential growth of the industry over time. You know, that, that stuff got me thinking, like, how did they never cover this on the media whenever the issue of climate is brought up? They only ever bring up the argument of fossil fuels and oil and how transport is the main contributor to all these emissions you know it's it's all kind of bs it's like they're trying to hide the mass contribution of the food industry yeah this this contribution is mainly due to the amount of methane produced uh, through the cow's digestive process and keep in mind most of these animals are overfed to gain you know abnormal amounts of mass so uh do the math that's that's a lot of doo-doo that's a lot of methane Actually, don't do the math. Nobody likes math. But anyways, so I kept watching 
there was just, you know, I was presented with even more mind-blowing statistics and facts and what some people might state as opinions, but I like to be open-minded, so I approach it from the point of view that it's a, it's a fact. Uh, and this one actually seems so absurd that it doesn't really surprise me why people hate it on this documentary. Um, like I said, though, as an open-minded individual, I like to listen to these facts because even if there's an exaggeration in statistics, there's still something to learn from it. And uh, once again, this is my only source, so I kind of just got to follow it for now. But apparently, one burger takes the equivalent of 660 gallons of water to produce, and one pound of beef uses 2,500 gallons. Think about how insane that is for a second. The analogy used in the video is that that's basically the equivalent of somebody showering for a month straight. I can't even wrap my head around that. That doesn't... Like, what? <laughs> that doesn't make sense, but I get... Like, maybe I'm just dumb. But it seems sensible, I guess. Uh, a style like that could brush over our heads since we're privileged enough to have access to water at any point. But if I took back 660 gallons of water to the homeland, they'd be celebrating. Or from a third world country standpoint, that's, that is a generous amount. From the point of view of uh, less privileged people, that's a lot of water. And you're telling me all that is being fused into one lousy burger. This number could have, you know, definitely been exaggerated, but regardless, the point remains, even if it was just 100 gallons of water. Imagine the total water usage if that's just one burger. You can already assume it's going to be a bit ridiculous. And we talking 34 trillion gallons per year type of ridiculous, according to the documentary. So to put that in perspective, hydraulic plants, literally based around water, only use up 100 billion gallons per year. When I say only, like that's a lot, but 100 billion versus 34 trillion which you know it's a, it's a bit ridiculous and this stat was one of the most controversial uh points of the movie one of the like the hot topics among viewers and you can imagine it caused a lot of arguments uh, if i had a guest on the episode i'd probably argue with them too for the content but maybe next time that's besides the point right now though i mean it truly is a ridiculous stat so i'm not surprised at all uh, that the producers of the movie, Kip Anderson and Keegan Coon, basically received death threats about it because people just thought they were full of shit. Although all they did was simply interview people and present the information they were given. I'm trying to get in contact with them for a potential interview for next episode, so I'm crossing my fingers because I think that'd be awesome to get info straight from the source since I... Even after watching the whole thing, I got I got so many more questions to ask. But yeah, now branching off from uh, water consumption, there's also the issues of what's happening in our water masses, aka the oceans, to keep things more simple. Uh, again, from my one source, Calispiracy, fishing is a huge part of this food industry and it is just as negatively impactful underwater as, you know, the practices taken on land. 
Scientists are predicting uh, we could have fishless oceans by 2048. That's in about 20, 20-something years. Uh, if the overfishing continues to seizure oceans, you know, we, we could actually just start seeing fishless oceans. And I don't know if any of us are ready for that. But, yeah, I'm not sure how any of this can even slide in the first place. There's no way we actually need this much food. This is all... I, I just can't believe it. A good example demonstrating how dumb this is, is... Imagine them pulling a huge net to catch animals on land. But during this, you know, net while it's capturing all the little animals, it, it catches, like, elephants and giraffes. And, and gazelles and, and all this they get caught by mistake this is what happens in the oceans except whales and dolphins get caught instead and we don't eat either of those I hope we don't eat either of those but yeah ultimately it just disrupts the natural flow of ecosystems when you take something out of its place and uh, yeah the methods used in oceans would never slide on land so I'm kind of shocked this can go under the radar so easily. I know nobody would be on board with this if it was, you know, more exposed. Since it's technically the same same, same situation, the ocean is just on a bigger scale. Now, I want to go back to what I said earlier. About, you know, how we celebrate the food and water back in the homeland. Because that segues into another powerful part another powerful fact statistic whatever y'all want to call it but this one hit me kind of hit me kind of hard uh they're saying there's supposedly enough food being produced right now to feed up to 12 to 15 billion people so i don't know how the hell world hunter even exists like the livestock biomass is literally three times that of humans yet we still can't feed a large portion of people I, I don't get that. There shouldn't, world hunger shouldn't exist. But, you know, if these corporations that advocated for helping the less fortunate really wanted to help, uh, they could easily eliminate a large percentage of famine across the world. But uh, most of these environmentalist groups and health organizations are allegedly uh, donors of the food industry, so... There's got to be some sort of agenda being pushed to maintain these issues that people are unaware of. And I might sound crazy saying that, but I like to overthink things because, you know, it keeps it interesting. It makes life a lot more interesting. And the only way to find answers is to question everything. So the fact that they made it illegal to film uh, what goes on in these farms and factories... There was also a law passed that, you know, deemed speaking out against animal enterprises was an act of terrorism. Like, what? Things like this has to make you question the agenda that they're trying to push with with all this. It doesn't even, it doesn't add up. You know, to the average person, this will brush over their heads. But if you look deeper into all these, you know, they pass these laws in order to protect profits. So, there's, you know, some sort of corruption here. And all cor- I think all corrupt things in this world stem around making money. Uh, and the people in charge are, you know, willing to sacrifice quality of life of the people just for a profit margin. And also, 
another thing torturing animals is like obviously illegal and there are people charged with that case you know they can get their lives ruined but somehow what goes on in the factories is justified i i see no difference you know it's just it's unfair how little say in the matter we actually have so yeah you know this this stuff is just all got me thinking and i can't really you know i'm not gonna talk about it during this episode but with other industries too like they're trying to push out these agendas that you know keep a lot of information hidden from the public that shouldn't be hidden in the first place but yeah uh the future of this industry is honestly kind of scary because you know it might provoke the closest thing to an extinction we've seen since dinosaurs and uh you know that might be a bit of an exaggeration might not but theoretically it adds up because if this mass production is continued to pass on under the radar while sucking up all these resources eventually we're going to run out we can't sustain you know this this way of life and i don't think the earth can keep up with the deforestation you know the land use the water scarcity all these disasters that the industry continues to trigger and before we know it we can see humanity at one of its lowest points ever uh, when these necessities become scarce. And we already got enough problems, so I can't even imagine a world like that right now. But, uh, yeah. To wrap this up, I just want to speak on the main message behind the documentary. Uh, it seems to me that it's pushing the idea of veganism, even though it was never directly implied. Honestly, I never even thought about going vegan until watching this, but... You know, it, it's a bit unrealistic for me to make that transition, but it's definitely an option. But, uh, yeah. Anyways, if I can get the producers of the booby for an interview, it'd be sweet because I still got a lot of questions. And there's a lot to learn from them in an interview, so I'm excited. You know, like I said before, it feels like I've only scratched the surface of this food industry mystery. So, uh, yeah. Anyways, that's all for me today. I appreciate all of you who tuned in and listened to my rambling. Until next time, peace out.